Hello, Sampson County, and welcome to the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter, sponsored by McDonald's of Clinton. On today's show, I'm joined by Ron Davis, and we'll talk about some big football in Sampson County this past season, and we'll also get into a little bit of basketball that's already in full swing. That's all today on the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter, sponsored by McDonald's of Clinton. Well, Ron, it's been a big year for Sampson County sports, and I'm glad to be back in North Carolina after a long semester at Alabama, and I'm glad to be joined by you. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, Ryan, thanks for the invitation. Always good to be with you, and as you said, uh, Sampson County sports uh, is always uh, moving forward, and it's been a lot of fun this year. Now, we'll start our conversation with some football this past season, as we didn't have our normal podcast due to my absence here, but we'll get it, get into some football with the Dark Horses had a Tough, tougher than normal season as they had a new conference and finished 6-6 six and six overall. But as we looked over the season, they actually played pretty well with their competition. Yeah, you know, they were pretty much in every game uh, for the most part. Uh, it was a kind of an up-and-down season. You know, they started off a little slow, then they got on the winning streak and obviously ended up the season not the way they wanted to. Uh, but, you know, they played hard, and you know they gave good effort, had good attitudes, and, and that's really all you can ask uh, from your football team is knowing that they went out and tried their best. You said they started slow, and they did, and they started 0-3 on the season, then had a five-game winning streak, then losing to Wallace and East Duplin to finish out the season, and then we made it to playoffs, had a big win at first flight, and then just went to Northside and flopped, and obviously Northside's a great team. You were at that game Northside has some pretty good players. What that game was just not Clinton's night. Yeah, you know, it, it actually was Northeastern. Northeastern. Yeah, Northeastern, North and uh, you know, Northeastern, uh, man, they there is they were and are as good as of a two way football team that you'll find. And so you know, the, we were fighting an upward battle to start with, and then uh, we didn't get off to a good start, and things just kind of went downhill from there. And as you said, it was it was pretty much a bloodbath uh, down there at Northeastern. Clinton did finish number three in the East Central Conference at six and six, four and two behind East Duplin and Wallace Rose Hill. Those two teams right there, Ron, are your Eastern are your East Central Conference competitors for the Clinton Dark Horses. Obviously, rivalry games for that last two games of the season. Oh yeah, the Wallace game was probably the better game of the two. Yeah, had a chance to win that game, uh, you know, just a couple minutes left to go. Uh, you go for – we went for two. We uh, took the lead, and then they turned around. Uh, I think it was the Williams kid uh, ran the ball back uh, with around a minute left to go in the game to win that game. But, you know, Walsh Rose Hill, you know, state state champs. You know, uh, East Duplin played for a state championship. Obviously, they lost. but um, So, those are no cupcakes when you're talking about two good Duplin County teams there. Not to mention, Wallace moved up to 2A yeah. and won a state championship. Yeah, so they, Amazing yeah. team there. It's a good job. So congratulations to the Clinton Dark Horses on a great season in football and also in soccer. I want to mention the soccer team went 20-6, and 9-3 in the East Central Conference. They lost to first flight in the third round in overtime, a heartbreaker there. They were tied at 1-1 at the end of regulation. Yeah, and if you know the first flight of that, Clinton was actually leading one to nothing with I mean, like seconds left to go, and uh, first flight end up tying it. And uh, but you know, Coach Spell does a great job, and and uh, that's that's a typical, you know, great season by uh, Coach Spell. He does a great job. The Clinton Dark Horses finished number eighteen in two and A. 
another top 20 finish for the Dark Horses, a spectacular program there built by Coach Spell. Now moving on to other county football teams. We had Lakewood had a, just a spectacular season on defense. Not a surprise there. They went 11-3, and 4-1 in, in the Carolina Conference, and a loss to John A. Holmes in that final game. I was there at that game, calling the game with Jonathan Griffin. But just a spectacular season overall for the Leopards. Yeah, you know, Coach James Lewis, he um, he he's just a great, great coach, and, and kids really love him. Yeah, obviously, this was his last year. We were hoping we could get him out uh, out the door with a state championship. But, uh, you know, come playoff time, he has his teams prepared, and they're ready to play, and they always go deep into the playoffs. So congratulations to uh, the Leopards, and congratulations to uh, Coach uh, Lewis on a great, great career. Let's talk about a little bit about that Lakewood defense. They forced eight shutouts over the season. That's not a number you see often in high yeah. school football. No, especially not at that level, you know, the, the 1A level. And, and as you said, the defense really carried that team. And, uh, you know, offensively they weren't bad either. Um, they just ran to a very good uh, John A. Holmes uh, high school team uh, that, um, you know, they were playing at home and you know, they had all the momentum. They were, they were peaking at the right time. And so but still a great season by Lakewood. And then on the other three teams in the county, Union, Hopton, and Midway, Midway, the best team out of the, well, Midway and Union had the same record, 3-8. and eight. Midway also in that tough conference with Clinton Wallace and East Duplin. East Duplin, just a tough season for the Raiders. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I think they're in kind of a transition. Obviously, they're going to be hiring a new, high, a new coach this year. Um, and so they're, they're in a transition, and hopefully, you know, we'll see them rebound. You know, I think 2A, moving from 1A to 2A is – has hurt them a little bit, but um, they've got some great athletes and a great community support and all the things they need to be successful. You'll see that program come back around. And then we'll jump into some soccer for Hobton as they had a great season this year, went 19-5-2, and 15-0 in the Carolina Conference. They lost to Franklin Academy in the third round of the state playoffs, 3-1, to and they finished number 12 in the 1A, a spectacular season there for the Wildcats soccer team. Now we'll move into... Some basketball, as basketball season is in full swing, and we'll start with the Dark Horses. And the Lady Dark Horses are having a struggle here, defending state champions. They're 4-4, four 0-1 four, oh in conference play so far, and they're having some difficulties with injuries, Ron. Yeah, you know, when you, obviously when you have a Michaela Boykin, that takes care of a lot of things. Um, you know, once-in-a-lifetime player. Um, and then he was, she was surrounded with some great players as well. That was just a good team last year, a great team. Coming in this year, you know, each season's different. And you get a couple of injuries uh, to your your best players. And, you know, you've got some freshmen having to step up and play, but they are freshmen and sophomores. And so Coach uh, Owens has got his hands full right now. And, and so, but it's going to be fun. He's a great coach, and, and he'll, you know, get, get those uh, girls uh, and clicking on all direction, on the same direction. And, and he'll, he'll be fine come conference play. Now, while we're on girls' basketball, I'll mention Midway, as Midway will probably be the Dark Horse's toughest challenge, as they are 10-0, 1-0 in conference play, and they do face the Dark Horses on January 2nd, so it's fast approaching. That game will be a big one for the Dark Horses if they can win that one. Yeah, Midway, the girls, are, are a really good team, and, and they're, not, um, they're not headed by just one player. They're really balanced. The Williams girl is probably their best player, 
and um, and she really carries the team. But overall, they're just a balanced team, and you really have to concentrate on, on really stopping uh, the whole team and not just one or two players. Now we'll head back over to Clinton for the men's side as they've had a pretty good season so far. They are 5-1, and 1-0 in conference play as they did lose to Northside on the 14th of December, 65-50 to at another close game there. Obviously, the Dark Horses did lose last year at Northside. Yeah, you know, Northside, the defending uh, 2A state champions, obviously they moved up to 3A this year, so thankfully uh, the Dark Horses don't have to worry about them come playoff time. But it was a good test and, and gauge to see where we are early in the season. Um, Northside's a really disciplined team. They play really good help side defense. And we struggled a little bit uh, on the offensive side of really getting some good shots, and that's just – um, you know, nice job by Northside. But, you know, that's a non-conference. Um, it's really not going to hurt you. It's just a good game to really gauge where you're at and to find some of the things you've got to work on. And um, But the Dark Horses, you know, I really expect the Dark Horses to run the table uh, come conference play. I really don't see anyone in conference that uh, can, can hang with their athleticism. And so they should have a very successful uh, season this year. Dark Horse led by Chris Williams and Dewan Lassane. Just to mention a couple of the players on this great team. Now, for those players to lead the team, what do they have to do to make it far in the playoffs this year? Yeah, well, you've got to, you've got to get everybody to buy in. You know, you've heard the saying, and I'm a big believer in it, defense wins championships. Um, you're not always going to score baskets uh, during a game, but you can always play defense. You can always rebound. And, and as leaders, if you can get to some of these younger kids to buy into that and really focus in on the defensive side of the, of the uh, court, then the Dark Horses can make a really deep run into the, to the uh, playoffs um, and possibly get that state championship game. Do you think they can win that state championship this year? I do. I mean, I think they're one of the top two or three teams in, in the East. And, and you know, but it's going to come down to are they going to be dedicated enough defensively um, to, to really – man, they can score. I mean, they love to run and they're athletic. Uh, but they're going to also run into some teams in the playoffs that are just as athletic as they are. So you better be able to defend. And uh, Coach Jordan, he does a nice job. His assistants, um, they, they do a nice job. And, and so it's going to be fun to watch and uh, obviously um, fun to uh, broadcast some of those games as well. It is, and we'll have a fun basketball season ahead of us as we head into January and then to February. And then we'll have some March Madness going on. Yeah, won't be long. So that does it here for the Sampson County Sports Podcast. Ron, thank you for joining me. We have some big holiday tournaments coming up in the next few weeks, and we'll be back the week after New Year's for some more special edition of the podcast. So that does it for the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter. For Ron Davis and everyone at the Sampson Independent, I'm Ryan Carter. Thank you for listening.